bless me double for my trouble. Would you say it with me? God, bless me double for my trouble. Okay? People talk about the double blessing, and, and, and Job went through a lot of trouble, and God blessed him double. I actually been through quite a bit of trouble myself, and pain, and loss, and hurt. And, uh, and I asked the Lord during, the, during some of the deepest pain in my life, I said, Lord, you did it for Job. Do it for me. Do it for me. But it's more than just a prayer, guys. If you want God to bless you, double. And this ain't magic or some kind of mess. If you know me, we don't do any of that. Thank the Lord I got folks I met back here that listened to me on the radio. And a lady this morning drove all the way from somewhere today to hear us because we're on the radio. Whatever. I'm thrilled to have them. But I said, hey, I'm me. Wherever I'm on the radio, where I'm hearing the same joker, okay? Say. But one thing I don't do is just name something and believe it's going to happen. I don't do that. I never have done that. I just don't. I pray about things if it's the will of God. I don't believe just because I say something it's going to happen. Y'all hear me or not? Say and I believe along with what we pray, we need to work our tail off. Y'all hear me, yes or no? Anything we can do, anything we can do, instead of just throwing stuff up and seeing if it hits the fan or something, I don't know, whatever. But uh, anyway, so there's a way you need to think if you want God to bless you double. Are y'all listening? So let's go with the message this morning. Let's go with it, Raj. Push me. So, the title of the message. Look at that brain. Look at that boy. Where did head go? I guess that's the whole idea, Okay. Your face supposed to be in there. Think like this. Say that with me. Think like this. One more time. Think like this. You want God to bless you double? Then let's see what the Bible says about our thinking today. Now, let's lay it down first of all. God wants to bless you. Okay? Well, then why did He let this happen? Why did He let my mama get murdered if He wanted me to get blessed? Why? We live on planet Earth with evil people. Did you understand that? We are all sinners. You got that? Sin happens on planet Earth. Get that? Yes or no? Say, well, I can't believe how the world's going. What planet are you living on? There's a lot of mess out there. But we want to blame it on God, okay? God so loved us that while we were yet sinners living on this crazy earth down here, how many crazy people we are, that He gave His Son Jesus to die for us so that we could have everlasting life. Quit blaming God and start thanking God. Quit blaming God and start praising God. Amen. Quit rejecting God and start receiving God and receive His Son Jesus as your Savior. You hear me? And if you're a child of the living God, quit blaming Him dumbest thing you'll ever do. You want to stop the blessings of God in your life and you want to take charge and whine your way to wherever you're headed, then blame God. Blame Him. But I don't want to blame Him. I want Him to bless me because He's the blesser. Amen? Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise here below. Praise Him above ye, heavenly host. Help me. Praise Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Help me with the amen. You say, ah, go, amen. Hey, listen. That's where blessings come from. You think you're going to blame your way to blessing? You you think you're going to whine your way to wholeness? Is that what you're going to do? You've been hurt. You've had problems. 
Let's think this way. Here's what the Scripture says. God says, I know the thoughts that I think toward you. He ain't the one with the thinking problem, okay? We are. I know where I'm at, God says, on my thoughts. Says the Lord, thoughts of peace. Peace toward you. I ain't picking on you. If I'm to pick on you, I have to squash you like a bug. I don't think evil of you. I could zap you into hell. That's not the way God thinks. He says, I think thoughts toward you of hope. I want to give you hope in your life, okay? But you're going to have to do something. You're going to have to take care of you. You're going to have to know that you matter, that you have value. You're going to have to receive my Son as your Lord and Savior because I gave Him to you as a free gift. You ain't going to make it on your own, brother. This is how God thinks. I ain't the one with the thinking problem. So God loves us. God thinks, you know what God thinks? God thinks I can have a double-blessed life. Can you imagine God looking at your life right now? He's looking at your life going, you know what? Especially if you're struggling and you think you can't make it and you think I can't get out of this jam or it's just always going to be bad. God is looking right now at you going, Kurt, well, pick on you, brother. God's looking at you saying, you can have a double blessed life. Amen. That's the way he's looking. The problem is that me and, me and my brother here, we don't look like that sometimes. We don't think like that sometimes. Okay? So we got to work on our thinking. Are y'all hearing me today? So let's go. Let's see what we can find. What's the word blessed mean? If I want to be double blessed, what does it mean? It means God's divine favor on my life. Now, by the way, you can't send the TV preacher a check and get this. They'll tell you that, but you really can't, okay? Anyway, blessed means God's hearty approval. Say that with me. God's what? Okay, it's His divine favorite. It's His hearty approval of you. Okay? Number three, it's God. Say it with me. Conferred. It's God's conferred happiness placed on your life. Because that's our problem in trouble. Like in my situation, married 28 years, and a person decides they don't love me anymore, they're going to want to go be with somebody else. That's hard. That's hard for me to go through. You know what I'm saying? And so, how can I ever be happy again? I can't be happy anymore because happiness just walked out the door. You know what God says? I'm happiness. I didn't walk out the door on you. Yes or no? Say. God says, listen, you don't have to stay miserable. You can be happy because you got me, Jack. Amen. Say. And God says, I want to give you this happiness. And it doesn't matter what your bank account is. It doesn't matter what it is, you, who you are. God says, I'm God and all these other people ain't. If you want blessing, come to me because I'm the blesser. And God can make it, He can give you happiness. But that doesn't mean it's just going to fall from heaven. Ooh, now I got me some happiness last Friday. No, that ain't what it is. It's going to take work. It's going to take thinking. It's going to take obedience. Keep looking. So, here's what I call it. This is me talking. Here's what I call blessed. Here's what I call what I want on my life. God shine. Say that with me. God's what? I want God shine to be on Gary. Now, trust me, Gary don't always have God shine. Ask him. You know, I don't always have all throughout the day go, oh, look at the shine. Look at the shine. 
But that's what I want on my life. Amen? I want God shine on me. His favor. Second thing I call it. God's what? I want God's stamp. I want God's mark on me. His mark on me. His mark on me. I approve of you, Gary. I want to know that. I'm proud of you. I want that mark on my life. Amen? And finally, God's what? So this isn't hard to remember. What is the blessing of God? Southern style. God's shine, God's stamp, and God's smile. That's what I want in my life. I want God's shine. I want God's stamp. And I want God's smile on me. Boy, if I got that, I've got me some serious blessing coming. Amen? So, we need to think like this. What do I mean if I want God's shine, His stamp, and His smile? And here's what Jesus did. We'll take our time now to look at the Scriptures. Jesus carefully outlined what my thinking or my what. And when I say attitude, I I know you know where I'm headed. I'm headed towards the be what? The Beatitudes that Jesus gave. But a lot of other Scripture too. He carefully outlined the Son of the living God, God Himself, outlined so you and I can know how to be happy. We can know how to be blessed. He did this. Oh, but it's horrible. You don't know what happened. You're killing me. Listen, so if we want to do this, we can. If I want double blessing in my life, it's theirs for me to have it. You mean, Gary, you can have, you mean I can have God shine on me? Absolutely. God stamp on me? Absolutely, certainly. You mean God smile? Absolutely. He is no respecter of persons. Is that what the Bible says? Absolutely it does. So, let's go to the Scriptures with Jesus. Here we go. Lots of Scriptures. Here we go. We're talking about think like this. I hope that bored you to tears. Here we go. Seeing the multitude, Jesus went up into a mountain. I've been there many times. I've been right on this mountain. And when He was set down, His disciples came unto Him. And He opened up His what? How much plain English can this be? He opened up His mouth and He taught them, didn't He? Saying what? Here we go. Saying. He taught them saying, God bless me double for my trouble. You ready? Yes or no? Well, how can I get double blessed? Well, how about we listen to Jesus? That might be a good start. How about that? Amen. God bless me double for my trouble. Here's number one. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed is the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Number one. Number one. You want God's blessing? Double. His what? Shine. His what? Stamp. His what? Smile. Number one. Say it with me real loud. One, two, three. B. Well, there are a lot of the church went out with that one, didn't it? I want a humble church at the Fellowship Church. This church doesn't revolve around you. And quite frankly, it doesn't revolve around me. There's so much that gets done around here, I have absolutely nothing to do with it. Did you know we've got so many Bible studies? I'm looking at teacher, teacher. I'm looking at a lot of you out there that teach the Word here. And guess what? I'm not even at them. It's not because I don't love you and care about it, but this isn't Gary's church. This is the Lord's house. Amen. Say. Got it? Yes or no? The way people get in the leadership around here, let me tell you how they do it. Serve. There's no pecking order here. How do I get to be an elected official at fellowship? Well, you ain't going to get none of them. We don't elect doodly squat here. 
we serve the Lord with gladness. We come into His presence with singing. Amen. Say. You'd think it would fail, but that's pretty much how we do it. One of the greatest ways to serve is by humility. Amen. Humble man. Be humble. That's what Jesus says. You want this double blessing from me? What does that mean? What's be humble mean? Say it with me. Correctly estimate or view yourself. When you think you're all that, you're not. When you think you're God's gift to women, you ain't. Man, when you think you're the hottest thing going, mm, sorry. When you think you're the smartest thing ever, mm, you ain't. Correctly estimate yourself. Don't compare yourself among us. You're not wise if you do that. You want to get humble, compare yourself to Him. And all of a sudden, you'll find yourself hitting the floor at His feet. And God goes, hmm. I like that. Amen. Say Y'all hearing me today? Other scriptures, for I say through the grace given unto me, Paul writing to every man that's among you, say it with me, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think what? If you think you're all that, you know what the Bible says? You're thinking like a drunk man. You're intoxicated. The Bible says don't think like a intoxicated fool about how great you are. Think soberly. As, according as God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. Got it? Yes or no? Humble. He's God, I'm not. Poor in spirit doesn't mean having a what? That's what a lot of people do. They think if they feel sorry about, you know, stuff, and they're sorry about themselves, and they whine, I can't make it, and you know, I must be like Jesus. You're not like Jesus. Doesn't mean, doesn't mean be having a poor spirit. I can't do it. I can't make it. I'm a nobody. I'm a nothing, so I must be a lot like Jesus. Well, He's God. He can do anything. He's amazing. Hello, did I lose you? So poor in spirit doesn't mean I am not worth anything or I can't do anything. It doesn't mean anything like that at all. Keep looking. It's an honest estimation of yourself. That's what humility is, is an honest estimation of yourself. An honest estimation of yourself isn't saying, I am nobody, I'm no good, I'm horrible, I'm ugly, I can't talk, look at me, look at my hair, I don't have any. You know, that's not what you do. Man, you still got to realize I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. I'm a, I'm a soul for whom Christ died. I have the Holy Spirit of the living God inside of me. I have the Word of the living God. And then you start realizing other things about yourself. Man, I, I have this ability, and I can correctly estimate yourself. It ain't saying de-estimate yourself. I'm scum, so now God will love me. That's not what that's saying at all. Yes or no? Y'all hear me or not? All right. Keep looking. Know yourself. I'm talking about double blessing. See, they can't say this to you with the, just send the check ministries because it takes too long. This is a lot of stuff, guys. Know yourself. Accept yourself. I'm not saying, well, I'm a sinner and I'm going to keep sinning. That's who I am and that's what I am. He don't like it. Well, whatever. Well, he don't like it and it will be whatever. Accept yourself. What does that mean? Know yourself, your limitations. Estimate yourself. And look at that last one. One, two, three, say it with me. Can we say it again? Who many, how many in this, now go ahead, you can answer the question. How many in this room, you really, 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 really like a fake? How many really like a fake? 
I want a fake as my best friend. I want to go to a fake church and hear a fake message from a fake joker. Yes or no? Be yourself. If you're not yourself, you're somebody else. That's not right. I'm Gary from Rockingham, North Carolina. Two R's in my name. It's who I am. Amen? That's my life. Who I am. I'm married to Kim. Where you at, baby doll? That's a pretty woman right there. I'm just saying. I love her little haircut she got again. I talk like this. I'm a weirdo. I am. Be yourself, guys. Listen, there's a world out there that really, you, you matter. You hear me? Yes or no? you got to be in this big planet. Boy, you can, you can play a big part. Be yourself. And do it how? All for the what? That's humility. That's humble. That's number one. Humble. Don't overestimate yourself, but don't what? But rather what? Are we hearing anything? We're talking about proper thinking if you want the blessing of God in your life. What is blessing? His shine, His stamp, and His smile. Keep looking. I'm me, but He's God. See, that's the problem. That's my newest quote this week. If you correctly estimate yourself, it's okay. Your shortcomings that you've got, your, your things, faults that you've had, not saying we stay there, no. But correctly estimate yourselves. If you're, you are who you are. I'm me, but he's God. Did you see that? Yes or no? I'm me, but he's God. Amen. You mean if I'm me, I can have a double blessed life? I can be blessed by God? I can bless other people? Yeah, because it never was about you, really. Anyway, it's about His power in you. Amen. I'm me. But be you, man. Be you. Don't try to juke God out. Don't that faking thing, if you don't watch it, you're gonna you're gonna act like you're gonna try to fake him out. Be yourself, because you ain't gonna fake him out. He just ain't gonna have nothing to do with you. Did I lose you? Feel like I'm beating a dead horse here. But anyway, that's all right. We'll keep going. Just say Help me. Say this if you want to be humble. Say it with me. No to what? No to what? Yes to the truth of who you really are. A lot of people think humility is, you know, a false humility. It's like, oh, poor pitiful me. Oh, look at me. Oh, you know, I'm nobody. I'm nothing. Did you know I used to do that? People would come up to me after a message and tell me what a great message that was. Or they would tell me what a great song it was that I had sung. Or whatever. And I would, instead of looking them in the eye and saying thank you, I'd a lot of times go, well, you know, praise the Lord. I would bow my eye. And that, that sounds spiritual, doesn't it? But for years I didn't know I mattered or that I had talent. Because instead of, instead of saying thank you for that, I needed that. That blessed me. Okay, you can say thank you when someone says something nice to you, can't you? Instead of like being real spiritual, well, praise the Lord. Yes, all the Lord. I had a false humility about me. And here's the problem. Here's the problem. Because of that, I didn't know I mattered. If you're not careful, you will, you will think you're being humble. And I'm going to tell you what, it can absolutely destroy your life. You need to know that you matter. You need to know that you have value. You need to lift your head up. 
Not, not pride when somebody comes. That's great. Man. Yeah, I know because I'm the greatest. Oh, but if you could at least say thank you, right? Kitten of Gary done that. I sounded spiritual. Did I lose you again? I hope not. Yours is the kingdom of heaven, Jesus says. Blessed are the poor in spirit. Yours is the kingdom of heaven, he says. Jesus said this way of thinking or attitude is how you're going to receive God's divine favor. Yours is the kingdom of heaven. If you're humble, yours is the kingdom of heaven. God's divine favor shine on your life. God's hearty approval, His stamp on your life. God's conferred happiness, His smile. Yours is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are the poor in spirit, the humble, because theirs is the what? That's pretty good, I think. Yes or no? I thought poor in spirit means one day I'm going to heaven. It does mean that. But it also means you can have the blessings of God right here on your life right now. Amen. Say. Come on. So think like this. Let's go to another one. Quick. Blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are they which hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Let's look at another one. Think like this. So be humble. Number two, be what? Now we're talking about the double blessing on your life. God bless me double for my trouble. I hope we didn't forget what we're preaching about. Number one, be humble. Number two, be what? Be what? You don't hear that much anymore. It's the Bible. So correctly view yourself. That's being humble. Don't overestimate yourself. But how about this one? Number two, for the blessing of God in your life, correctly view what? Sin as God views sin. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. That's why a lot of people don't get on the double blessing train. Amen. Come on. You know what that means, be remorseful? Literally in the language, it means mourn and despise your sin in your life. Don't cover or defend the sin in your life. Now, guess what? Keep covering it. Keep, keep you know, doing whatever you do with your sin. But don't ever, don't ever point your finger to God and say, why haven't you blessed me double? Why did you do this to me? I'm going to tell you who did it to you. You did it. Do you hear me or not? This is, this is, a, special, this is a special thing. The blessing of God. The double blessing of God on your life. Romans again, For I say through the grace given unto me to every man that's among you not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think what? Sober. You think about your life. You think about the mess in your life. Look at your life. Start to talk to God about your life. Start to confess the things in your life that they're not right. I'm talking about the double blessing of God here. Not winning the lottery, okay? More than scratching mess to make something happen, you're going to have to deal with stuff. But Jesus says, you're going to have a great life if you do this. Because I'm not going to throw you out in the trash. A lot of times we don't tell people stuff that we've done because we're scared of what they're going to think. Yes or no, right? Well, God already knows what you've done. He's just waiting for you to be humble enough and remorseful enough to talk to Him about it. You ain't pulled the wool over his eyes. You ain't got by with nothing. But he is withholding. He will not bless you like you can be blessed unless you talk to him and get real with him. Did, I, did you hear me today? Jesus spoke this parable into certain which trusted in themselves that they were righteous and they despised other people. Two men went up to the temple to pray. The one was a Pharisee, religious fellow. The other was a, a publican, a, a low-down, rotten scoundrel, sinner. 
The Pharisee stood and prayed thus with himself, God, I thank you that I'm not as other men are, extortioners, unjust, adulterers, or even as this sorry human being over here. I fast twice a week. Look how good I am. I give my money of everything that I possess. The publican stood afar off the sinner man, the sinner man who knew he was a sinner. He wasn't making any joke about it, no games about it. He stood afar off when he lifted up his eyes so much to heaven but smote himself upon his breast and said, God, be merciful to me a what? Keep looking. Jesus said, I tell you, this man, what man? This sinner man who knew about his sin. This man went down to his house justified rather than that the religious man that was full of himself, that was not remorseful, that did not look within, that did not correctly estimate himself. This other man, I'm going to tell you right now, listen, he went down to his house justified the other rather than the other, for every man that exalts himself shall be what? Put down. Put down, stoned. He that humbles himself shall be what? So it seems like point one was almost like point two. Be humble. Next one is, is be remorseful. But they are a little different. But they do go hand in hand if you want God to bless you double. So be remorseful. Be meek about it. Be meek about it. The word meekness is strength under control. That's what that word means. Be meek about it. About your sin. Okay? Be man enough and woman enough to stand up and say, That's me and that's what I did and I'm wrong. Yes or no? You're listening. Keep looking. Keep looking. Help me, buddy. It really takes meekness. Say this out loud with me. It really takes to correctly view in your life and deal with it the way God says. It takes serious strength to look at your life and say, wow, this is me. This is who I really am. I'm not right here. And guys, I'm not trying to put you down today. I'm in a room full of sinners today. You have a pastor who's a sinner. But I have, to, I, have to, I have to deal with Gary if I want God's smile on my life, His shine and His stamp on me. Amen? This is how you get there. Instead of strongly defending my sinful behavior, I should rather correctly control my thinking or my attitude and submit to what God says about my behavior and be remorseful and turn from my sin to who? Because he's the one who's the blesser. Amen. Repentance is turning away from this and turning to him. How can I be blessed when I'm going this way when he's over here? Amen. How about the double blessed light? Keep looking. Push, push, push. So, Jesus says they'll be comforted. They shall inherit the earth. They shall be filled. The person that's remorseful is going to be comforted. And I don't want to get too sideways here, but I think the church has the Holy Spirit wrong. Now this is me talking. It might upset some of you. God, Jesus Christ, came to save sinners. That's why He came. The Holy Spirit is on this earth to come alongside of us to help us. You can't be saved unless the Holy Spirit draws you. Well, I think on Friday I'll just get saved on Friday because I got it on my checklist. You get saved when you believe with your heart down deep inside of you that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God, that He died on the cross, He rose from the dead. I'm going to tell you something. You have to deal with your sin. You have to deal with I need Him. And that's where the Holy Spirit comes along. The Holy Spirit didn't come to this earth so you and I would flop like a chicken. 
Y'all listening or not? And whether you believe me or not, it's fine with me. There's a lot of other people that teach other things. The Holy Spirit came alongside of you to help you with your attitude, to help you with your sin. You hear me, yes or no? To help you with your being a husband, being a wife. You hear me? Being a good person, not sinless, but a good person who God can put His shine on, His stamp on, His smile on, because God loves every sinner on this planet. And He needs you to be the best you can be and Him working in you so they can be saved. Amen. Y'all hear me today? That's why God's double blessing. He didn't come so you could have a party. And I like to party as much as anybody. I want to have a good day. Yay! But that's not why Jesus came. That's not why the Holy Spirit came. Y'all hear me or not? You need to get that down. I'm telling you. You're going to be in la-la land. God bless me double for my trouble. i got to keep moving. I'm about to die. Think like, think not like this. Blessed the merciful. I'm just kidding when I say I think I'm going to die. Don't come up to me later and say, you're going to die because you said it. Please don't do that. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. Jesus is talking about how they'll have the blessed life, the double blessed life. Number three, be humble, be remorseful. Number three, be what? I thought it was about me just getting everything. No, there's work for you guys. Get some work here, okay? Be merciful. So correctly view your, estimate yourself. Number two, correctly view sin as God views sin. Number three, correctly view, listen, say this one with me. Correctly view the mercy that God has given you and extend that same mercy to... No, I'd just rather send the preacher a check and get the double. You're not going to get the double. You're going to get probably more trouble because you ain't going to be able to pay your light bill, but that's another story. But anyway, mercy. Be merciful to people. You know what the word mercy means? If you know it, say it with me. One, two, three. Price paid. Say it with me one more time. Mercy means what? Price paid. Can you be hurt? And that person that's hurt you, whether you tell them to their face or you tell the Lord, that price has been paid. The hurt they've done to me, I'm going to show mercy because you showed mercy to me. And so therefore the hurt that has happened to me, I'm putting that hurt on you because you paid the price for me and for them. How do you think that makes God feel when He sees His children acting like that? I think He starts doing this. You know why a lot of people aren't double blessed? Because a lot of people don't do this. Bitter, angry to the day they die. Amen? How many know people like that? Come on, come on, come on. Let's do honestly. Let's do this. How many of you would say, thank God I ain't like that, but I was like that for a long time, but God helped me. He helped me. Hallelujah. Amen? Say Come on. But God, who's rich in mercy for His great love, wherewith He loved us, be that way. But God committed His love toward us, and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Have that kind of love for people that hurt you. The same kind of love. Be merciful. Be pure in heart. If you're merciful, and He goes on to say other things, be pure in heart. They sort of go hand in hand. You want the double blessed life? Be pure in heart, not what? You know what a dark heart is? It's somebody that's full of bitterness. 
Oh, it's somebody that's got sin and they're doing sin. There's nothing worse than having bitterness and wanting somebody dead. I watched a show last night. The guy was wrong. He was convicted for what he did. And so he's in prison for stuff he did. But he wants those that put him in prison. He, he, put a, he was so bitter. He wanted his, those, those people's children put in a casket with a tube down in it so they could breathe air and suffer as long as possible until they died. That's a bitterness. Don't be bitter. Amen. Come on. Be peacemakers. Blessed are the peacemakers. Not what? You want the double blessed life? That's a busload we've got unloaded here, haven't we? <laughs> this is a truckload of stuff. If you do that, you're going to obtain mercy, the Bible says. You know what the Bible says? You're going to do what? You're going to what? It says you're going to see God. It says you'll be called the children of God. Now, I'm going to go out on a little limb. People think I'm so hard on the charismatics here. I don't try to be because I think part of me is charismatic too. But what, what do I mean when I say that? I don't believe I'm going to see God down here on this earth face to face. Okay? But I'm going to tell you what. There have been times in my life, especially when I've been hurting, that the Lord has touched my life. And He has spoken to me, not like, Hello, Gary! No, no. But through His Word, but normally not while I'm reading His Word. It's Word that I've hid in my heart. And it's, a, it's something that He has brought to my mind in His Word that at that exact time I needed that touch from God. Did I lose you? It's a double-blessed life when the Lord calls your name, when the Lord speaks to you, I've never told you this story, I don't think. Maybe I did a few weeks. I don't remember what I do half the time, okay? Sorry. But I'm just going to say it again. I'll tell you. Anyway, I'll just tell you the one I was thinking about. I may have said it a couple of weeks ago. But when I was hurting so bad, I was trying to move forward with my life. I was asking God to bless me double. Man, I'd been hurt. I was about to die. And I'm trying to move forward, and God's helping me. I'd even planned on when I was going to quit. I'd been hurt real bad. And I'm driving from Publix, about Publix area back to the high school in that zone in my truck, and the Lord touches my heart and says, you're going to quit on me. Not out loud. After all I've done for you, you're going to quit on me. I saved you from a horrible hell hole. Now, I didn't have this long conversation. It's like the Lord just touched me. Now, I've really spooked some of you out here in the room, haven't I, today? And he just starts laughing at me. You're going to quit on me. And I had lost a lot through that pain, monetarily. And he's laughing at me. And he says to me, looks like you're going to have to work a while now, ain't it, boy? I know this sounds spooky and crazy. It's not crazy. There is a still small voice of God. And it's a blessing to be able to hear it. That don't put me above you. Matter of fact, honestly, I think we have to go through hard times. That's when that comforter comes alongside of us. 
Did I lose you today? I know I got a little off track there. Hope you understand. Be merciful. Be merciful. Be merciful. And even though I've had pain and hurt, I've been able to see my children grow. I've been able to see my children get stronger in their own faith and grow in love relationship. It's a beautiful thing when you're merciful. It's a good thing. Amen? So, this sounds like God's stamp, God's smile, and God's shine on me. Push me, buddy. I know I'm the problem. So God bless me double for my trouble. I know it's work, Lord, for me to get the double blessing. And I know I've got to do. But, Lord, that's what I want. Blessed are you when men shall revile you, persecute you, say all manner of evil against you. Rejoice, be exceedingly glad, for great is your reward in heaven. For so persecuted the prophets which were before you. What is all that about? You're the salt of the earth, God says. Jesus says, if the salt's lost its savor, where would it shall it be salted? It's that forth good for nothing. God says, I don't want you good for nothing, but good for something, baby. But to be cast out and trodden under the, uh, of the foot of men. You're the light of the world. A city that's set on a hill can't be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel. But on a candlestick, it gives light to the whole house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your who. See, that's why the double blessing, God wants to bless me double. He wants to be there for my trouble. He wants me to shine. He wants Gary Clark to shine in Inglewood, Florida. That's why I say this is my town. Well, don't you care about the whole world? I care about the whole world. But this is where I live, crazy person. And this is the best place I can shine my lights, right here in my town. Amen. Say. And this is God's will for my life. Number four. Number four. We're talking about how do you get the double blessed life. you got to think right. Be humble. Be remorseful. What was that next one? Be merciful. And the last, I think the last one, I hope it is, I'm about to die. Be what? Be realistic. You think this sermon's killing you, think about me. I'm sweating like a pig up here. Number four, say that with me. Correctly view the world. That's society and culture. And know there's going to be conflict. So many Christians get sidelined when something bad happens to them. Let me say something to you. You're not that special, okay? It's going to happen. Be realistic if you want the blessing of God on your life. Can you imagine the whining he hears all the time? I'll bless him double. Can you imagine? He's like, "Uh uh-uh. Come on, man. Listen, the world system praises pride, not humility. God wants you humble. He will bless you. The world system encourages and endorses sin not remorseful, and repentance. Do you see how this goes to the contrary against the devil? You want the blessing of God, you start doing this. Start working in this direction. The world system says, get even. Give them what they deserve. But his way is mercy and peace. Yes or no? And when you do that, oh, man, look. And it's not just one thing, it's a bunch of things that we've talked about today. These things I command you, that you love one another. If the world hates you, Jesus says, no, it hated me too. And I'm a lot better than you are. They hated me, okay? If you were of the world, the world would love his own. But because you're not of the world, I've chosen you out of this world, therefore the world will hate you, and you will have problems in this world. And Satan's going to hate your guts. Remember the word that I said unto you, the servant's not greater than his Lord. Guys, you're not greater than me. I suffered. I had problems. I was hated. You're going to have problems too. Be realistic. If they persecuted me, they're going to persecute you. If they kept my saying, but here's the good news. Here's the good news. If they kept my saying, they'll keep yours too. You know, that keeps me going here now at Fellowship. 
I'm just not alone. I'm not alone. I'm not alone in my belief of Jesus Christ. You're with me. You're with me. Amen? I'm not alone in believing the Bible's God's holy word. You do too. Amen? I'm not alone in thinking when I have hard times, God's with me and, he, and I can make it because you believe that way too. You see what I'm saying? Not everybody hates me. That's all a devil's lie. Amen. You've got to be realistic, guys. Woo, Roger, you have really killed me today. God bless me double for my trouble. Am I done, Roger? Oh, man. We are, though. I always quit early lately. Knowing that this kind of thinking runs contrary to the world system. Know it. That this thinking runs contrary to the world system. And you're going to face opposition and even persecution for choosing to respect and live for God. You want the double blessing? You better be realistic. You better know some crap's going to happen. Excuse me. Well, that's okay. Because I'm getting my double blessing because God's good and God's faithful. Amen? The beautiful thing is God's shine, God's stamp, and God's smile will be on you. And many are going to see it. And they're going to glorify your Father, which is in heaven. Amen. Now, Raj, quit right there. I can't do no more. Unless you make me. Amen. Isn't that what you want today? The double blessing, God's smile, God's stamp, and God's shine on your life. Well, I think we know there's some work that we have to do if that's going to happen. It's not an easy fix, guys. Be humble. Be remorseful. Be merciful. Be realistic. Don't play the blame game. Amen? And see if God won't bless you double. He has literally blessed me double. You hear me or not? Say. I know that sounds... I sounded really spooky today a couple of times. But yes, I am. Amen. There we go. Let's thank God for His Word today. Amen. Praise the Lord. Come on. Woo! Amen! I liked it. Amen.